Hi everybody and welcome to another festive episode of Stationary Freaks with myself, Rob Lambert, and of course... And with me, Helen Lozowski. How you doing, Helen? I'm doing okay. I had a big grin when you said festive because it's um, quite nice. I've seen like three Christmas trees in situ put up and all decorated literally in the last few days and that's been really nice actually. Normally I'm a big fan of Halloween holding the line, you know, yeah. not letting Christmas encroach. But yeah, I'm kind of... I think I'm kind of ready for Christmas now, really. That's good. It's good. Well, we're recording this on the 27th of November. Probably won't be going out till sometime in December. But I work with someone, actually, it's funny you mentioned Halloween. I work with somebody who, as soon as Halloween was finished, she put up her Christmas decorations. Oh, that's a whole that's a whole conversation right there, is whether or yeah. not that is acceptable. And I mean, just for the record, it's really not. No, I would agree. I would agree. But we're recording some festive episodes. Um, if you're listening to this, you may have heard the first one. If not, go check it out because that's us with our stationary gift guide and we covered pens. And today we're going to cover notebooks. Yay! We've got three each. We don't know what we've got, but we can guarantee there's probably one that's joined between us. So I think what's going to happen is we will do our three and then we will have our honourable mention and long-time listeners will probably know what product that is and what company makes it, but we'll save that one for later. So, Helen, any quick stationary stories to set the scene, or should we jump straight into our notebooks? Uh, I just want to, um, I think I did a bit of a shout-out last time to uh, some people I met at a conference recently, and I just wanted to say I'm still remembering the fact that she handed me her fountain pen and a blank page in her Nietzsche notebook and went here you go test that out <gasps> it was so exciting so you know I that that still with me that little piece of joy from last week <laughs> that's impressive because that stayed with you hasn't it and uh, it has. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no stationary stories really I'm still waiting for the old witch notebook which uh, I mentioned on the podcast with Amy from Mark and Fold that this is the um, notebook that Michael Palin uses as he travels around the world and makes all these you know Beautiful notes about the places he's visiting. Still out of stock. No way of really working out when they're coming back in stock. So I'm checking the website every weekend to see if they've got any more. But that's it, really. A bit sad. I want to buy a notebook, but I can't. Yeah, never mind, eh? <laughs> well, we've got three notebooks each that yeah. we either use or we wish we used. And I've put that caveat in there because one of them is one I don't own but I will at one point own it, I'm fairly certain. So Helen, let's get started. Festive notebook gift guide. Okay, so my first one is one that I have used and used and used and used for many years now, and that is the Zenart, the B5 uh, dotted notebook. Now, Zenart tend to be very artist-focused, but it means that the notebooks that they make... Um, are with the the little dots in them, which I like. I like the dotted ones. Are really brilliant for uh, bullet journalists because the paper is really nice and thick. Because they're used to having artists with watercolors and all the rest of it, stuff doesn't bleed through. It takes stickers really, really well. There's a really nice soft, slight sheen to the paper, which means that it looks really clean all the time. It doesn't seem to pick up the sort of grubby fingerprints and stuff that uh, I've had in other notebooks. So yeah, and they come in at around about 18 quid on Amazon. Sometimes you can get them a bit cheaper, but yeah, they only come in like five or six colors. Um, so that's a bit of a downside, but I've used most of the colors. 
So yeah, that's my number one. Nice, nice. I remember um, well, maybe about a year ago, you were buying quite a lot of stuff from Zen Art Supplies, oh, isn't yeah. it, the company? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a really good size for me. The paper is really, really nice. And it just, it seemed like no fuss, just really good quality doing what I wanted it to do. Well, I shall follow your trend with a sort of artist-inspired notebook. They actually call it yeah. a bullet journal, but actually, you know, from what I've seen on social media, a lot of people use these for art. I certainly do. I'm learning to draw beyond my capabilities of a dog on a skateboard, which is what I usually draw. I'm actually trying to learn to sketch and draw. And for that, I've got a dedicated notebook called an Otagami A5 notebook. Very okay. similar, I think, to the one that you've mentioned. It's got the dots on it. The yes. book comes in loads of different colors. And the presentation of the notebook, when you get it, it's incredible. It's in a nice little sort of cardboard box it feels really high-end yeah the paper's very very good and I think in our stationary disasters I recall the first day I used it I used these new sort of coloring pens that I got and they bled all the way through sort of four or five pages of this book it wasn't the fault of the book it was the fault of the pens they were really heavy it was like dumping a whole lot of ink onto a page yeah yeah, but these Otagami, um, current one I've got is a nice yellowish colour. It's a wonderful book. You get quite a lot of pages in it, and it's a beautiful size, and it's just really, really nice to use. So that's my recommendation number one from me. That's quite interesting because the Otagami, I've often been tempted because they look so nice. They have many more colours and sort of slight changes that you just, when you're looking at something every single day, you obviously mm. occasionally go, do you know what? I'm kind of done with that particular shade of blue. Can I have a nice, I have a bit of a thing for, for yellow, um, which is not for the color. It's because it makes it really easy for me to look around and see if I've left any of my stuff. Yeah. So my phone has got a yellow case and I've got a yellow suitcase and, a, you know, it just, it makes it really easy for me to not lose track nice. of my belongings. But I really, you know, I'd like a yellow one rather than a blue one, but uh, the Zen art ones don't come in that yellow. So I have looked at Otagami and I have yeah. been nearly tempted, I have to say. The Otagami at the moment on Amazon UK particularly is a pretty good deal. They're on about £7.95 at the moment and they're usually £20. So it's actually quite yeah. a good deal at the moment. Um, so how much is the um, the Zen art B5? Yeah, that's a, that's come about comes in at around eighteen pounds. Um, sometimes you can get a little bit cheaper. You know how our Amazon particularly can be. Sometimes you can get a bit cheaper. Uh, sometimes, but yeah, it's under twenty quid all the time. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's your notebook number two then? Okay, so my notebook number two, I have never tried, but I absolutely covered these. So they are a brand called Atoms to Astronaut, and they, I think, probably were a startup, very new to the market. They came about, I think if I read correctly, they came about during the sort of pandemic. Um, but what they do is really good quality notebook, about A5 size, if I remember rightly, either hardback or softback. But they have covers that are just to die for. Very, very artistic, scientific ones. So you can have one for physicists, one for chemists, one for biologists, one for neuroscience. And they've got a range of these, which are absolutely just lovely um, and I have uh, earmarked those on my little Christmas wish list saying to people if you want to buy me something one of those is really good so yeah I I just really covered those they look really really nice they their paper is like 100 gsm so it should hold ink pens reasonably well I may not do you know heavy ink uh coloring pens and 
possibly not watercolors but they are really yeah they'll they'll do quite heavy bullet journaling quite well so yeah that's what I'm quite looking forward to getting at some point very soon so how um, how does that work then you said they're, they're sort of almost designed if you're a physicist if you're a chemist etc what's inside that's different for those nothing. different nothing nothing inside is different they are plain notebooks so you can get them uh, in plain or in lined but you can't no difference between any of them the difference is just the covers and the covers are a delight they're absolutely lovely and they do soft back and hard back which is really nice too so yeah oh nice and how much were they uh so the soft back is about 17 18 pounds and the hard back's about 25 um and it depends again if you look right now which you won't be doing because by the time you hear this, it won't be Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all of those things. But when there's a sale on, it's a little bit cheaper. Um, but yeah, they've got lovely stacks, stacks and stacks of them. So that's quite nice. Oh, nice. I like that. And you say this sort of originated during the pandemic, you think, and there's sort of almost a, a you know, a whole lot of bored scientists sat around, you think, <laughs> coming well, up with I really actually, cool notebooks. I think that uh, if I remember rightly, they they sort of set up with one or two and then they sort of got feedback from people that the covers which they'd made weren't holding together so well so what they did was they redid their covers to make them much much harder wearing and it's really lovely now because they now obviously extended the range they've been really popular and some somebody who's a physicist it matters more to them or a biologist it matters more to them than it's just a general science calendar uh, cover what you actually want to see is stuff specifically for biologists or stuff specifically yeah. for neuroscientists and it's really niche so they've got like i mean i didn't count them up but they look like they've got like a dozen of these different kind of covers yeah. so really nice that's cool right, isn't it atoms to astronauts atoms to astronauts it reminded me a little bit when we were chatting to amy from mark and fold that you know her business model is to run small batches of beautiful stuff and you know when you're thinking about having all these hundreds of different you know maybe 10 20 different covers yeah i suppose you can't really run that scale in case you don't you know the physicist one sells more than the chemist one i know and i like the idea of maybe like smaller batches of loads of different types so you could have like you know i don't know covers for police officers or farmers yeah. or builders and stuff i like that that's really cool so I'm just looking now, they've got maths and neuroscience and botany and yeah, loads and loads of different ones. Just really nice. And I just think it's a a, a nice thing to do because it's a, a recognition of like, not everybody wants flowers on everything. And I struggle mm. with the leaning towards the number of flowery um, things there are. I mean, this mm. is something Amy was saying, wasn't it? Which is, it doesn't have to all be pretty flowers. Actually, it can be really, really simple, really, really basic. This is just saying, hey... This is stuff that I really hope will be in my notebook is pictures of the space shuttle and things like that. So, yeah, I love yeah. that. Now, it reminds me, I go to TK Maxx. We've talked about this before. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most underrated stationery shops, really. <laughs> but all, always the most overwhelming display of carnage of notebooks. <laughs> it's almost like they've given it somebody's task to just make it look as chaotic and gnarly as possible. But... <laughs> When I'm in there, I'm always I'm always looking at the notepads, always go there, yeah. have a look. And Absolutely. some of them are beautiful with nice material, everything looks amazing, but they're covered in flowers. Uh, you know, yeah. 90% of their stock is all flowery stuff that, you know, you really want the notebook, but you don't want the cover. So Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So yes, this is really nice because it's proper sciencey, uh, but it's also towards your niche. And I think that it's easy to make something 
a bit sciencey, but actually making it specifically for botanists or specifically yeah. for neuroscientists. Love it. Absolutely That's love cool. it. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So my second one will come as no surprise at all to regular listeners of this show. It <laughs> is a yellow legal pad. And, um, you know, Sam Walton ran the whole of Walmart using his legal pads. Jerry Seinfeld wrote most of Seinfeld on pads. Roald Dahl wrote most of his books on yellow legal pads. There's just something productive about yellow legal pads. Um, just looking on Amazon at the moment, there's a three pack, which I usually buy. They're about £15. So it's about £5 a notebook. So it's not cheap for what is essentially a workhorse. Um, for me, it's it's where I write most of everything, you know, working through a blog post or an idea, yeah. capturing notes at work. They're always with me. There's something sort of really attractive about the yellowness of it. An A4 white legal pad doesn't do the same thing for me at all. It has to be yellow. So whether there's a bit of color science going on there or not. Yeah, but... maybe you've anchored yourself. It's a bit like Pavlov's dogs. You know, they salivated when they heard the bell. Maybe you kind of get creative when you see the yellow notepad. Yeah, maybe, although you're starting to see a few brands coming out now with yellow legal pads that Is are called really? focus pads. And um, they're designed for you know, people with ADHD, for example, where whether it's marketing or whether it is color science, that yellow sort of contrast and feel is, you know, helps you to focus a little bit more. Um, Super interesting, yeah. And whether yeah. that's anchoring over the years, you know, you practice and practice and therefore you do learn that yellow represents you sitting down and focusing or whether it genuinely is easier to focus with yeah. a yellow background. I don't know. But I made that's a mistake um, about six months ago buying some off Amazon that were top bound. So they were like, a, you know, you peel one off and it's all top bound. Yeah. And I realized actually the ones I prefer are the spiral bound. I don't normally like spiral bound notebooks, but for the A4 legal pad, it just feels right. And it's just a workhorse. You can rip a page out. You can draw a big picture on it. You don't feel like you're wasting a really yeah. expensive notebook <laughs> scratching around with your bad handwriting and pictures of dogs on skateboards. So yeah. that's it for me. Number two is a yellow legal pad. Um, Helen, what about your third notebook? So my third notebook is really hard to only have three, Rob. I think you'll appreciate it. Yes, it was so very my, difficult. My third notepad is the one I have just bought. So I've just bought um, a Midori notebook, which is, we, we must do a series or a session on cults that you join. <laughs> Midori <laughs> seems to be one of them. A bit like the whole Hobonichi thing, which was the other one I was battling with saying. The reason I really, really love this is because the paper is super, super fine. And it reminds me of, do you remember, in the old days when we used to write letters, uh, if you were sending oh, yeah. letters airmail, you were writing on this really, really fine, thin, I remember light blue paper. Um, and the idea was that it would be really, really good for holding ink, but it, it would be super light for airplanes. You could take thousands of them. I'm guessing that's what mm. I imagine the, the logic was. Well, this is that same kind of paper, super, super thin, really, really fine, but very, very smooth, very easy to write on. And I, it's a joy to write on, but because it's so new, I've only had it for a little while, genuinely joy to write on. But I don't know how it's going to stand up to everyday use because it mm. feels so fragile. So I'm kind of under advisement with this one, which is it might be as amazing as it feels all the time, or it might be lovely at the beginning and an absolute nightmare once you've, you know, halfway through a notebook and it's in knocking around in a bag. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll we'll do a cast on that in the yeah, future yeah. when you get to that conclusion. <laughs> so are you using an ink pen on it then, given that no, it's... Well, no, actually, I am 
I've stopped using my ink pens temporarily. One too many. Uh, actually, I'm traveling around too much. I would say it's one too many catastrophes with it. But um, no, I'm traveling around a lot at the moment. So I am using, I'm trying a real variety of different rollables at the moment. Mm. Um, and I'm, uh, anybody who listened to the the one we did on pens, the one I'm actually using right now is the Statology. I think it's called Statology. Uh, one, I can't pronounce it properly, but it's a Japanese one. Um, and it's sort of a low viscosity oil base. It writes really, mm. really smoothly. Um, but it's not very dense in color. So although it's a black ink, it's not very dense. But it does seem to work really nicely with that paper from the Midori one. You mentioned that on the last cast about the pens. So yeah, go check that cast out if you've not heard that. My third one is an aspirational. I will own this at some point. I just don't own it at the moment. So have you ever heard of a company called Plotter? No. So they're a Japanese company and their URL is plotter-japan.com. Okay. And I give you that URL with caution, Helen. Because I'm, I'm literally typing it in as we speak, Rob. Yeah, I suspect that when you look at these notebooks um, and their what other stuff, you know, just things that are company stationary, it is beautiful. It is bright. It looks simple and minimalist. Oh, that's very Japanese, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, <gasps> their Instagram oh, feed is is just beautiful to to watch. And the one that I'm particularly interested in, I want all of the stuff on there, of course, but this is a notebook episode and they've got one called a refill memo pad, but the one I'm interested in is called the notepad if you go to their website. And they're sort of all, they're glued together. So the pages, you can peel them off and, you know, throw them away, use them, whatever. There's a six hole binding system that they've got. So you can buy yeah. the leather cases or the plastic cases for it. It just looks really beautiful. The downside is it's in Japan, and I haven't found anywhere that sells them in the UK. I've done a bit of pricing comparison, and I'm not great at numbers, but XE.com has done the exchange rate, and I reckon they're about eight or nine pound each, these notebooks. Yeah, not cheap is that. But then, you know, they are a thing of beauty. There's no denying it. I'm looking at all of it. I mean, they're no denying it. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I want to try it. I just want to use one. And I think the shipping costs will make it prohibitive from yeah. Japan. It's usually so. about 15 quid to get anything delivered from Japan. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at 15 quid plus eight or nine for the notebook. Yeah. It's an expensive gamble, but it is beautiful, beautiful stuff. So very aspirational for me. I love the orange. They've got like an orange yeah. um, sort of copper feel around the side of the pages, which just looks premium, just looks nice. So that's it. That was my number three. Something very reminiscent of sort of the whole Filofax system. Yeah. Um, which I was a massive fan of uh, back in the day. Um, and unfortunately, when I temporarily moved out of my home while we were having it renovated, I uh, stored them somewhere that was damp. And so all my lovely, very expensive Filofax covers all got mouldy and horrible. So, oh, no. uh, you know. Well, you know, time moves on and I'm now on dis- disposable notebooks. It's not really right, disposable, because I keep them, but they're not, yeah, it's not a constantly changing system. But this yeah, looks yeah. like it's designed to do exactly that. So, Yeah, I always struggle a little bit with the file effects because they're always so chunky and the, yeah. the, the, the sort of binders are always really big. And this system just looks a bit more minimalist and a little bit more, you know, lightweight, shall we say. But, you know, just looking at the pens on Plotter Japan, I mean, there's some beautiful ballpoint pens on there. And the thing that really stood out for me was the sort of leather binder that you can buy to house all of these different notebooks. 
and you know that's just a thing of beauty it looks amazing I love um, me an accessory you know what I'm like <laughs> and, and reminds me a little bit that their products are a little bit like Muji before Muji went a little bit sort of plastic and cheap um just really simple minimalist yeah. functional stuff that you you just want to use it's so. something that's so iconically Japanese isn't it which is mm. absolutely beautiful quality and design very very simple in look so it hides all that thought mm. and effort that's gone in very very kind of Japanese aesthetic yeah I absolutely it. adore it really do I'm a big fan yeah you and I both did exactly what I thought I did we do Rob which is assume the other person was putting this last notepad pad on their list so that's that it. we could have our own three and yet now we've got three each and neither of us have mentioned it and both of us would have had it on there I'm sure Hundred percent, hundred percent, and it will come as no surprise to our listeners that, of course, we are talking about the Mark and Fold Everyday Notebook, which is ultimately become, as it says on the tin, it's an everyday notebook. It's almost indispensable. I mean, I use it for my journal. What do you use it for? So I am going to start. I've saved mine for best, Rob, because if you remember rightly, I, I have a desk pad, and I, I bought a little kit. I bought one of their. If you go onto the Markerfold website, you can see I bought one of their um, sort of box sets, which I adored. And it came with the notebook, which I didn't really have a use for at the time. And every time I go to open it, I think I'm just going to save it. So this is literally what I've saved it for, which is in January, I'm going to start trying to use it as a commonplace book. Mm. Um, because I suspect um, moving away from the current bullet journaling system, there's going to be a whole load of things that I... I don't have anywhere for them to live now, so I have to build a new system. And so I'm doing it in this notebook because it, I think there's nothing more encouraging for me than, oh, yeah, I get to use this notebook. Yeah. So, yes, that's my, my plan. But it's the most, again, a bit like you were saying with the, the plotter stuff. It's absolutely simple but beautifully thought out, really, really um, excellent quality. And I, I mean, Amy, when we were talking to her, was talking about how much she loved that piece of that particular notebook, wasn't she? That mm. simple, um, functional, just what it needs to do and nothing more. Love yeah, it. yeah. And mine my, my gets daily use. And I, on, on the show, I was saying I've got this little thermal printer. So if I, you know, we go on holiday with the kids or we go out for a meal or whatever, I'll, I'll just take pictures and then I'll print them on the thermal printer and stick them in the Mark and Fold notebook. And it handles all of that. The pages aren't sagging. It gets yeah. chucked in my bag at the end of the day and travels around with me and it's not at all battered or dog-eared in any way, shape or form. It's just beautifully designed. Yeah. I've only got one more left out in the batch that I bought a while back, so I'm going to yes. have to go and buy some more. I was going to say, you did buy, because I bought that little set and you bought, yeah, you bought the... Yeah, I think I bought six notebooks, six? I think, yeah. and I've got one in the drawer still, so I will be going and getting some more. Now, I will say, listeners, I mean, it's £20 a notebook, um, but don't let that deceive you into thinking don't use it because I think that you know when we, were talk, yes. we were chatting, chatting with Amy about that she was like no 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 you must use these things but yeah I mean 20 pound isn't actually that bad for a notebook at all and and this thing is beautiful and um, all sustainably made as well thread sewn and all the other good stuff that that you'd expect from a decent notebook yeah. it is very very good very good indeed it is, and, and I've loved having mine. So I've saved it for best. I, I joke, I do save notebooks for best. I will buy something that's really special so that I use it for something really special because I think that's part of my inner stationary freakness is this idea of, 
and we should talk about this again, Rob, really, is that for every notebook that I buy, there's a project or a thing that I want to mm. use it for. And it's that potentiality. What could this notebook be? If yeah. it's really special, it needs to be for something really special. But I did want to add, since we're talking about Christmas notebooks, I did want to add a thing onto the end here, which is if you go into the pound shop for, I'm sure they have them in the States and all over the place, you know, these places that are very, very cheap, uh, you can go in and you can get a notepad and you can get a pen and it will cost you almost uh, nothing. That stuff still contains the utter potentiality of it all. 100%. So, you know, if you were able in this you know, cost of living crisis that we're currently going through, and more so for the UK, I have to say, than many places. If you've got really, really tight budget this time, but you know somebody who loves their stationery or who uh, writes a bit or uh, draws a bit, going and getting an, a cheap notepad and a pen can be the difference between them writing the next Harry Potter or not, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, the potentiality in the notebook is nothing to do with how much you spend on it. It's absolutely to do with the things it enables you to do. So I do have notebooks which are not cheap, that I have bought, that I adore, um, and I'm saving them for best. But, yeah. but that doesn't mean that they something really cheap can't have something amazing in it. Yeah. And, and I think that's probably worthy of an episode. So listeners, you've heard it here first. We will do an episode on this because I think the affiliation that I have with moleskins is because when I was writing a series of books and getting started and sort of, you know, taking my own career in my own hands, shall we say, all of that was done in a moleskin. Now, ah. whenever I use a moleskin, I know it's, you know, equally as good as, you know, any other. And there's other notepads that will still release that same potential. But I've kind of like, I guess, aligned myself to thinking that's where the good stuff happens, that and the, the legal pads. Uh, but you're right, you know, I could write all that stuff in a one pound notebook from Poundland. Yeah. And um, but there is, yeah, I mean, there's an element of this thing makes you feel good when you sit down to use it. And for uh, for me, that's the mark and fold. It, it helps me establish the habit of journaling because I enjoy writing in the notebook. So there is a piece of that. But yeah, that potential's there everywhere. I think as well, if you give somebody, if somebody were to give me, um, you know, a pound shop notebook and a pen, it's not the fact that they've given me a notebook and a pen. It's the fact they've handed me something that says, I believe that whatever it is that's yeah. in your head is worth writing down. Yeah, Write it good. down. That, that's that giving them that belief and that permission and, you know, cheering them on a bit, really. So, yeah, yeah. I feel Love very it. strongly about this, you can tell. <laughs> we, we should do an episode on that because I've, I've got one of my all-time favourite books that I like reading is a book called Growing a Business by Paul Hawke. And really yeah. old book. It's about catalogue orders and stuff, but it's just this genius book of... Um, how to start a business and how to grow a business. And I bought a secondhand copy because you can't buy them new anymore. And I got it. And inside on the front cover, it said, to Todd, may this sow the seed of your future business, love dad. Oh. And I was like, I want to find Todd. Where's Todd? <laughs> I want to find his dad. Good yeah. job. And I was like, that's it. That little like belief, that potential that you've given yeah. somebody and that book is is gold. But I, yeah, I wonder, wonder whether Todd's running a multi-million pound business now. Uh, you know what? I hope he is. Yeah. Hashtag find Todd. Right. Yeah. With that, that's our six recommendations plus our honorable mention, of course, of the Mark and Fold notebook. Do join us in the next one. We're going to be talking accessories. 
So with that, Helen, anything else you'd like to add? No, no. Uh, Hope everybody's doing well. Stay safe. Indeed. And we shall speak to you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.